Good question by Jason. Shake the hand or pitcher. We'll talk about it on the other side. Jason Pierre-Paul might be able to play football in 2019. The Tampa Bay Buck star is going to opt for neck surgery. He hopes he can play. If he does get it, he'll be out five to six months and not the whole season like previously reported. He suffered a neck injury after a single car crash May 2nd. Talks between the Minnesota Vikings and veteran tight end Kyle Rudolph are not going well. The veteran now on the trading block. It's also clear that Rudolph's days might be numbered after Minnesota drafted tight end Irv Smith in round two of the draft. Rudolph owned $7.6 million this year. Philadelphia Eagles with OTAs approaching. Eagles quarterback Carson Wentz. uh, We're not sure about the status of him and that injured back. It's uncertain if he'll be cleared for a full return on May 21st. That according to Eagles coach Doug Peterson. Wentz stated in April he expects a full recovery from a stress fracture for organized activities, but he's not going to rush back. More weapons for Tom Brady. New England signing another receiver, Dontrell Inman, on a one-year deal today. Inman reportedly had offers from four teams. The 30-year-old receiver hauled in 28 passes for 304 yards and three touchdowns in nine games. Pats also picking up Demarius Thomas and selecting Arizona State star wideout Nikhil Harry at the first round of the draft. Afternoon baseball action. We have a final. The Brewers all over the Cubs, 7-0 the final for the Brew Crew. Here's the sked, 7.05, Angels, a buck 90 at Baltimore, 11. Cahill versus Straley, 7.07, White Sox and the Blue Jays. Jays now minus 130 in this game, 9.5, Covey and Hudson. Three at 7.10, we got the Yankees and Rays. Rays minus a buck 75, 7, Herman and Glasgow. Seattle taking on Boston in this one. Red Sox, they're laying a buck 90, big total at 10. Swanson, Dinners, and what, Rodriguez. The Mets, they host Miami, playing 200, total 7. Lopez and Wheeler, a pair at 8-10. Detroit and Minnesota, Twins minus 145-9. Ross versus Odorizzi. Texas at Houston, the Strohs minus 270. We got a good pitching matchup here with Lynn and Verlander. Two at 8-15. Philadelphia minus 145 at the Royals with Cheese. Total 9, Arietta versus Doe, Homer Bailey. And we got Pittsburgh and St. Louis. Cards minus 155, 8.5. Williams and Wainwright, 840 baseball action. Colorado laying a buck 75, total 10. Lauer and Marquez, 937. We got Cleveland and Oakland, A's minus 155. Anderson versus Montas, 940. Atlanta and Arizona, the D-backs, 145, eight and a half. Turan versus Greinke and 10-10 action. Washington at the Dodgers, Dodgers minus 225, total eight. Sanchez versus Maeda and Cincinnati laying 45 cents at San Fran. Castillo versus Rodriguez. The Warriors optimistic that Kevin Durant will be ready for the Western Finals if they do get there. Durant undergoing an MRI on Thursday and been ruled out for at least a week of basketball action. Game six goes down tonight at the Honda Center in Houston. 9 p.m. Rockets minus seven over under 215. Golden State up three games to two. As for the Milwaukee Bucks, center Pau Gasol has been ruled out of the postseason after undergoing surgery Thursday to repair a stress fracture in his left foot. Hockey action, not tonight, people, but we got tomorrow Blues and the Sharks. Sharks minus 135 and a half series price. San Jose minus 125. Round two of the PGA's Byron Nelson Classic. Sung Kang, great day today. He uh, shot a course-tying record, 61. He's in the clubhouse now at 16-under and leading the pack by four right now. Tony Romo, nowhere near the cut. He finished at plus eight. So all you missed the cut betters, you win easily. Tiger Woods and Brooks Kepka, they'll headline the feature groups at next week's PGA Championship at Bethpage Black. Round two of the British Masters. Englishman Matt Wallace, hello, he leads at 12-under. Four others just one shot back. Tennis, Dominic Team rebounded from her first set loss to knock out Roger Federer on the upset at the Madrid Open. And he will now face Novak Djokovic in the semifinals. And upsets galore on the ice. Finland over Canada 3-1. to one, And Slovakia beat the USA 3-1. to one. The big dogs going down today. 
Stick around, everybody. It's hour three of Red Heat and Rage Radio with Gabe Morenci hosting. We talked to Babano, Steve Merrill, and we'll answer uh, uh, some questions from you guys, too, and hopefully give you some props and picks. Light night on the board. We'll have picks for you. Stay tuned. Red Heat and Rage, hour three, coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, we're at a level three. Thank you. Level three. Let's roll. Uh, Kyle Anthony will join us from Vegas in this UFC card uh, tomorrow. Uh, you know, light night of sports uh, tonight. We got the, a bunch of baseball games. We got the basketball. Uh, we'll take a look at these uh, props uh, for tonight's uh, card. We'll jump into the props uh, a little bit. Uh, Jason Wisconsin asked if we'd rather uh, have a uh, shake somebody's hand or get an autograph. And uh, autographs are for kids. It's like uh, silly rabbit tricks yeah. are for kids. <laughs> yeah, autographs. Autographs are for kids or collectors. You know what I mean? Like I don't have a problem. I get it. You know, somebody has an autographed jersey and glass there, an autographed puck, ball, football, whatever, helmet. All right, you know, I get that. But having someone's like, you know, signature on a on a piece of paper or something like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Like. And even people get autographs on like their jersey, then they wear it. Yeah, like I wouldn't do that either. Like uh, I prefer, like if you get it on a hockey stick or a baseball glove or baseball, that's cool if you have an object with it. But I, other than that, if it's just going to be on paper, I prefer the the handshake as well. uh, I was impressed though that he met uh, that he met Al Del Vecchio before. Yeah, Al Del Vecchio, cool. Who's the most famous person you've ever met before? It's a great question. I didn't, uh, and it can't be like a scrum interview, like really meeting the person. No, 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 not whoever you spoke. Yeah, like for work. Uh, yeah, most famous person I've ever met. God, Victor Newman from The Young and the Restless. <laughs> Victor Newman, huh? <laughs> you met, yeah, I met Victor him at Newman. Ten- I met him at a tennis event. He actually hit on my uh, my friend's sister, and uh, it didn't go very well. The guy's a real dog. <laughs> that's good yeah he's like his character on tv he thinks he can pick up young hot chicks sorry victor she's a little too young victor newman yeah i met victor uh, newman uh who else have we met i'm trying to think uh god who, who what about you gabe you've met a million people yeah, oh we thinking, met the iron met, cheek we met the iron yeah, cheek before. yeah sports people you know i met some big big sports people you know you've met you met you know you met don cherry he's big yeah. but thinking like mega big like tv celebrities and stuff um I've met a lot of bands, so I, I've met a lot of bands uh, before. But like I I'd say, with Jason Priestley, he used to come to the bar. Oh, Beverly Hills, I know. Really, Jason yeah. Priestley is pretty big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a West Coast guy. I was going to say, yeah. I guess the Spice Girls are pretty big. Oh God, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. Sporty Spice got naked in front of me. I've seen Sporty Spice naked. Nice. Um, I met Sporty Spice. Um. That's great. I was thinking about it after you said Aldo Vecchio, I got a kick out of that. I'd say Dolly Parton. That's pretty. I met big. Dolly Parton. Yeah, I met Dolly Parton before, and you know how I met Dolly Parton too. I was uh, I was at an airport. I was at the airport in Los Angeles, and uh, I was yelling. I was freaking out, bro. This was like <laughs> way way early days, like when you could freak at an airport still. Yeah. So I was spazzing out. They wouldn't let me on the plane. Because I had too much gear. I had a bunch of guitars and amps, and I had all this stuff. And I didn't have enough money for the weight of it. And I didn't have the money. 
So it was one of these deals. I was like, dude, I just don't have the money, man. Like, can you just show some mercy? I'm trying to get out of this town. And and uh, he was like, no, I can't help you and stuff. You got to come up with like you know, 140 bucks or something. It's like 1989 or something like or 1991 or something like that. And uh, I actually got stuck because of that. I missed my plane and I had to stay for like an extra eight to 10 hours or something at the airport. So I was freaking out at the guy. I'm like, you're an F and this and you're this and that. <laughs> and I just hear a lady say, calm down, calm down. Everything's going to be all right. Calm down. Now, what, now, what's the problem here? I was about to turn around and say, lady, mind your own business. And all I saw was this big, like, rack. Yeah. Like, her rack. her rack is that big in real life. So I turn around, I'm like, I'm like, hey, Dolly. I was like, how you doing, Dolly? She was actually very, she's a very nice lady. I, I thought so, too. She's like Simpsons. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Game time decisions uh, continues. And I was just thinking, I met Mick Jagger, Cam. That's bigger than That's Dolly Parton. Yeah, that is. That's huge. Mick Jagger uh, I met huge. Cam, Mick Jagger. Um, Metallica are big. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I met Metallica. I smoked uh, I smoked hash with Cliff Burton before he died. Really? Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's pretty cool. Who else? A lot of bands. A lot of bands. Well, Dave pretty Grohl was like, on your couch. That's pretty huge. Yeah, Dave Grohl. My floor. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Grohl, you get the floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, Grohl. Yeah, it's true. Hey, hey Grohl, you're not even good. My buddy's on the couch, Grohl. You get the floor. I should contact them. I should, like, like contact the Foo Fighters. Hey, Grohl, uh, remember I helped you out, like, 30 yeah, years ago? Right. You slept, <laughs> slept on my floor? I don't know how you'd forget. I broke my window to get in. I felt so bad. I told them they could sleep in my house, and I lost my keys. I was all wasted. I smashed my window. That's amazing. I woke up in the morning. There's glass everywhere. I'm like, oh, God, why do I do this for this band? All right. Uh, anyways, let's bring in Kyle Anthony uh, right now. Uh, wager talk. Let's talk some MMA. But uh, we'll ask uh, we'll ask Kyle this. So, uh, And I can't forget, yeah, Mick Aussie might be the most famous person I've ever met. But who's the most <laughs> famous person you've ever met? Uh, before Kyle, it can be sports, but we're looking sort of, sort of away from sports. So like, you know, maybe you've let Chuck Liddell or something like that. That's cool. But like, uh, any presidents, mega celebrities? Uh, who's the most famous person you've met, Kyle? I met Sylvester Stallone once, Ooh, and uh, out New York City. This is going back long time, long time. Uh, I wouldn't say that I sat and hung out with him, no, um, no, no, no. but I did. Yeah, but I did meet him. He definitely is short. There's no doubt he's a short guy. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was rubbing elbows. It was all right. I, I can deal with it. Yeah, that's cool. That's pretty oh, yeah. cool. Rambo. He's yeah, Rambo. I forgot about I this. Hulk yeah, Hogan. Yeah. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I, I golfed, met Hulk Hogan. What do you got, Ken? Uh, Jean Chrétien. I golfed with him up in Yellowknife. Oh. Or, hey, why is there so many mosquitoes here? The former <laughs> prime minister of Canada. 
<laughs> can, can, can you call him Rambo, or does he get upset at that? If I called him Rambo, would he just punch me in the face, or would he be like, uh, what? Uh, I don't know. He'd probably be like, I don't know. I prefer, what does he prefer, Rocky? Yeah, every <laughs> people say, hey, Rocky. Yeah, what's your well, your most well-known movie? That's what you can call him, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, I don't know. You're going to tell me that movie, Cliffhanger, really sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. don't call him the Cliffhanger character, whatever that name is. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he may best. not Are know. Are you that guy from that movie, Cliffhanger? <laughs> uh, or, aren't you one of those dudes from the Expendables? Are you in that movie with like uh, with all those other action heroes? Uh, that's pretty good. Stallone's pretty good. Well, we'll see. Some other guys will come back, but MMA guys, listen. I hosted at TV MMA Meltdown for years, so MMA I had the opportunity of pretty much meeting everybody. Like I've had on my show, and 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 you know, like John, you know, pretty much like John Jones. We had. I can tell you a funny quick story here kind of about John Jones. This is like in uh, – Cam was there too. So this is like uh, – I don't know what year. It's probably like 2000 – I'm bad with years, man. 2012. It was a long or, time ago, yeah. No, two, yeah, 2000 – whatever. John Jones was like 3-0, 4-0 still. Put it that way. You know, so it, was, it was a while ago. And Clay Guido was like a star and Heath Herring yeah. and stuff. Forrest Griffin, like that era. So – Oh, wow, so John yeah. Jones, I'm doing a live show, and John Jones comes to the live show, and I introduce him. I'm like, this guy's going to be a champion. He's badass and stuff. And so we're drinking live at the show and stuff. And, you know, like Kenny Florian, Clay Guida's all drunk and stuff. Like a bunch of UFC fighters are drunk. <laughs> and, and so John Jones says, I've never drank in my life before. All right. <laughs> He, goes, he was coked up at the time, too, though. Yeah, yeah, but he's saying, exactly. But he goes, but, he goes, you guys look like you're having so much fun. I'll have one shot. So we have a shot, another shot. John Jones had, like, 13 shots, man. And <laughs> his fiance, wife's there, his girlfriend, she's like, oh, I've never seen him do this. He usually doesn't do this. <laughs> and <laughs> so I said after, <laughs> after John Jones left, I looked up. I said, man. I said, either that guy's full of shit that he's never drank before, or, man, he's got some tolerance level. And it turns <laughs> out I think he was just full of shit from the start. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> you know I mean? So it's funny, Over like, when John that... Jones, yeah, after all the time, everyone, John Jones, people found out the real John Jones. I was right, like, right. Enough, that really was him, like, you know, 10 yeah. years ago. It really, like, he's been faking it the whole time. You know, but, yeah, he could drink. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah, anyways. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> So um, speaking of going back in time, it almost feels like we're in a time uh, time machine. You take the main event away with Andrade and uh, Rose, but, you know, Anderson Silva, Thiago Alves, uh, uh, Jose, Jose Aldo, oh. hell, Clay Guida is fighting BJ Penn. BJ Penn. <laughs> like I said, and I don't mean it disrespectfully because, you know, I upset people this week. And I said, you know, if this card was like 10 years ago, it would be a great card. <laughs> They were like, no, no, it's a good card this weekend. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. I'm just stating. Like, it's sort of like a who's who of Brazilian fighters, isn't it, uh, Anthony? Yeah, no, d- definitely. I mean, across the board it is. I mean, this is normally where I like to say there there could be a little bit of hometown cooking coming uh, coming tomorrow yeah. night with those Brazilians. It always gets a little uh, gets a little squirrely when they got those hometown guys in those close rounds. So, uh, yeah, definitely. You know, it, was, it came up, Kyle, that, that um, and Cam was brought up today that too. We had Joey Odessa on, and 
we're talking about, you know, Brazil, and Joe Ranieri brought it up, that we'll get a fair shake. And Brazilian judges are usually okay, actually. Like, they're worse than New York or New Jersey. They respect uh, the sport, <laughs> right, Gabe? California. They, 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 they love it. They right? respect, they respect the sport. Yeah. And one thing with Brazil, though, they don't like – they're not into wrestling. So they don't give as much credit for a takedown as an mm. American judge, maybe. But – I remember Rashad Evans got a call against Machida there, and they said, we call like we see it. But it's a little different, Kyle and Cam, this weekend. Because like you just said, Kyle, it's Anderson Silva, bro, we're talking about. It's not just right. like Leona. It's Anderson Silva. It's Jose Aldo. We're talking about living legends in Brazil. Mm-hmm. That if it goes the distance, yeah, you, you, I'd like to be on their side. And I, I don't think Aldo's done. I thought that Anderson's been done for a little while, but they're matching him up against guys that aren't going to kill him. Seems like a winnable fight for Anderson Silva on points. I don't think it'll be pretty, Kyle, but Jose Aldo, everyone's loving this Russian guy. What's your take on these fights? Yeah, you know what? I mean, I mean, even with, with the Silva fight, I mean, plus 120 on him at home already piques my interest just from the very beginning of, of taking a look at this. But, I mean, he's 44. He's not, he's not a war time kind of guy where he's been through a bunch of wars. I like the fact that he's going to be outside. He's going to be striking outside. He's got so much better striking than Cannoneer does in every aspect. And, and Cannoneer also has got the most traditional boxing style you could get. He's a big guy. He's imposing, scary looking, but he doesn't really bring much to the table. He's two and three in his last five. And the last fight that he fought against David Branch, who David Branch is, a, is definitely a great fighter, kind of on the downturn a little bit, but he was able to knock him out, put him away. And I think that's a big red flag where he just, he doesn't really bring much technicality to it. And all Anderson Silva needs to do round after round is keep him at bay, chip away, and just outpoint him. He doesn't need to be flashy. He doesn't need to really do too much. And I think with his head movement, his distance control, I think it's too much for Cantonier, who's really kind of one-dimensional overall. So I do like Silva here at plus 120. I like where you're going there. You know, with Anderson Silva, he's never been, like, beat up, really. So he's not like an old. Right. He's older. He's 44, but he's never been smashed. You know what I mean? He's lost. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been, you know, he broke his leg, et cetera. But he's never been, you know, there's not, like, damage. And Cam, I think a good way with Anderson Silva to say it, and listen, I don't think he's great now, but he is sort mm-hmm. of like a he's like a pitcher that's learned to pitch now. He knows, yep. all right, I can't <laughs> just do a spin right, back right. anymore. Yep. He's got I, a I will use my stuff. But he's got a high fight IQ, right? He's always yeah. been good with angles, right? And distance and yeah, stuff. And, and, and so, even look you know, at who he's lost. Yeah. Look at who he's even lost to. He lost to uh Adesanya. Uh, uh, Chris Weidman twice, Michael Bisming, another champion, and Daniel Cormier. That's over the last, you know, how many years? So these are all elite guys that he's lost to. Current champions, future champions, and then you've got Jaron Cadenier. I mean, I just don't see where you really level that out. Right, right. And uh, he's a scary-looking guy, so I think that is, you know, the Killer Gorilla is his nickname. Hold on, hold on, Kyle. We'll be right back in a second here. Sure, sure. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. 
like Game Time Decisions, Ready for Page Radio, Game Game News, Madison Sports, Radio Network, iHeartRadio, now on YouTube as well. Kyle Anthony, WagerTalk.com uh, uh, joining us. WagerTalk, uh, great uh, great selections, analysis, odds, uh, picks, videos, and everything else. Uh, in between, check it out over at WagerTalk.com. Uh, so, uh, what do you make of the Jose Aldo versus the Russian uh, Duke? Uh, it's a big step up in class for Volkanovski. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, he's 19 and one. He's six and zero in the UFC. But all right, Chad Mendez is the best fighter that he's beaten before. <laughs> and with all due respect, I always thought that Chad's a little bit overrated. And I don't mean that. Mm-hmm. I know he's a really good fighter, but that's the best way to Chad Mendez isn't in his prime right now either. All right, he beat Elkins, and I respect Elkins. Elkins always a live dog, but you know, journeyman type guy. Aldo, I mean, Aldo got, it seems like we sort of get value with Aldo, Kyle, in my opinion, still because of that Conor McGregor knockout. Because he got knocked out in 13 seconds. People, like, you know how MMA fans are. Mm -hmm. And even as MMA cappers and fans, like, we get, you know, losses stick with us for fighters, right? It's, oh, once you see someone get knocked out, it's like, oh, I saw him got knocked out. I don't know. I think he's done. But I don't think Aldo's done, actually. And not getting a ton of respect uh, here, at least, you know, I see the from the from the odds he is, but a lot of cappers and a lot of, you know, the media and stuff, they have the Russian winning this fight. Yeah, see, for me, I mean, I, when I'm looking at this, I mean, again, right away, it's exactly what you're saying. I mean, you take a look. I mean, he's 10-3 and three since he entered the UFC, which is obviously a long time. But his only three losses is McGregor, and Max Holloway twice. I mean, you, you really, if you're talking about the elite of the elite that you've lost to, that, that pretty much is it. 92% takedown defense. He's got a leg kick that will take off anybody's leg. And here in this situation, he's going to have a four-inch reach advantage on his leg. So he's going to be able to snap that and work his combinations. And like you're saying, what has Volkanovski really faced? I mean, I think he's a nice prospect. I think that he's got, you know, some nice skill set. He's 5-0 and in the UFC. He's kind of that sexy pick that people want to pick him and cheer yeah. for him. But in mostly every aspect, Aldo is better. I mean, his boxing, he mixes it up better. His footwork, he's obviously fighting at home. And his last two fights say it. I mean, he went out there, he, he knocked out uh, Jeremy Stevens, beat Renato Mercado, who is, who is a great fighter as well, another up-and-coming guy who's... Yep. So those are and those, and 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 I definitely I got to say I was starting to before those two fights say is he over I stayed away from betting from him over the last two fights and I think that this at a minus one thirty one you know somewhere around in that range is I think tremendous value against a guy who is so unproven again a great talent but he's and you've even seen Volkanovski he turtles up when he's got a lot of pressure and that's something that I believe Aldo will absolutely pick apart. If he starts putting his head down, Aldo's going to be able to pick him apart. I like Aldo here. I think that he gets the job done. I, I really see it as almost a one-sided victory. I think he's going to pepper him for three straight rounds. I'm getting fired up, Cam. It's going to be my action yeah. tomorrow night. Light night yeah. tomorrow night. <laughs> Sports World, you, said you said it, Maurice. We've got the Sharks game and that. And I, I was going to ask Kyle about um, one of the fights that we talked to Gamble about, Gabe, and, uh, the underdog, and it's kind of interesting. We're not even getting, like, real take back. It's only even money. What about this uh, Hollabaugh? Uh, one of our uh, buddies, Gamble, was actually thinking he could be a live dog in this fight. Uh, what do you think, Kyle, about that fight? Because uh, kind of, I know he's lost some stuff, but he's also fought some killers. So do you, do you think he's got a chance as a dog? I wish we were getting a little bit more than plus 100, though. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's not one that I am betting. I mean, it's, it's I, I've kind of stayed away from that one. I think that it, there's 
better spots. Um, I think he's it's it's an it's an opportunity in my opinion. I think that he's definitely got some some opportunity to pull out that victory. The odds are okay, um, but it was one that I I kind of faded early because I thought there was just so much other value on this card that I did fade that when it was one that I was not diving into. So I I'm I'm, I'm I, I when I don't like one I don't press on a bet. Smart, uh, smart. Francisco Trinaldo in in the uh, what do you uh, mm-hmm. that fight. Uh, canceled because Diego uh, Ferreira uh, earlier this morning. It's too bad because uh, Trinaldo could have been a potential live dog there. But oh, I li- and that was make- one I liked. Yeah. I liked that one exactly. Uh, what do you make of Rose and Andrade here? So here's another one where people just and as far as Aldo, I'm a big Aldo fan, and I'm right. You're right. I thought Snorty was done a bit. I just thought he was mentally worn out. One of these guys, right. you know what I mean? He was in the in the W uh, WEC uh, before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he fought a long time. So I just thought sort of like Conor McGregor broke his will a little bit, but mm-hmm. he didn't. And you see he's in physically good conditioning now. Uh, but Rose Namajunas is another one that people generally underestimate, right? I mean, what? look at the number here. Joanna was minus 450 uh, in that first fight. Second, mm-hmm. she beats her. Second fight, she's an underdog again. Uh, you know, she wins. Um, you know, she was minus 135 against the Karate Hottie and Michelle Watterson. She wins. Um, like, all she does is win, yet she's consistently an underdog rose. People are like, oh, she's great. But, and then she goes out mm. there and wins again. What do you make of this one? This is a tough one. Um, you know, I mean, she's plus 100. The odds are okay. Andrade around minus 120. It's all right. But this is a fluid striker in Rose versus a power striker in Jessica Andrade. So it's really, how is that going to mix up well? And Rose is going to have the height and all the other things. Like you're saying, she's, she went out there and she beat Joanna, who looked invincible at those, at those times. And even Michelle Waterson, who was the big hype train, and ended up putting her way in the second round. So there are good things. But for me, a big part is Andrade coming down in weight. And since she's come down two weight classes, she looks like a monster. Although that she's shorter, she has just incredible strength. And even when she fought Claudia Gedalia, Keisha Torres, and then her last fight when she fought against uh, Karolina Kovalkiewicz and literally destroyed her face, those two, those, the way that she was able to pick these girls up and body slam them, I think that's a big thing against Rose because Rose is very good outside, great Great movement. She's going to be backing up the entire fight, Rose. Rose is going to have to back up. It's going to take a little bit more off of her punches. Jessica's going to be moving forward. Even if they get in the clinch, Andrade's power should really supersede anything that Rose is able to do in tight. And I, I, she's definitely very flexible, Rose, and she's able to really get very creative in there. But the fact that this is also Rose's first time fighting outside of the United States is a very big thing for someone who documented has bad anxiety has cried in certain situations and obviously she's fought through that so you, you got to give her credit there where she's had tough spots and then she goes out there and knocks out you know Ioana. so it obviously she's able to kind of you know hone that and get a win but i like jessica andrade here i think that what she's able to do her cardio is good and everyone keeps talking about oh she gets tired and all the other things she's shown that she has good cardio i think she's going to keep pressing forward over over a five-round fight, I don't think this goes five rounds. I think that Andrade is going to find a spot to TKO her middle of this fight. Rose definitely has an opportunity out there to get to get her back. There is no doubt Rose is, is absolutely capable of it. But I like Andrade here. She's got, um, you know, 19 and 6. She's got a lot more cage experience over Rose, who's 8 and 3. I like what she does overall, and she's peaking now. I think this is a great spot at home 
to take Andrade here. Uh, Kyle Anthony with us, wagertalk.com. All right, before we get you out of here, we got a couple of minutes uh, here. Uh, anything else on this card that we didn't talk about? And somebody in the chat's bringing up a good point, actually. Some decent Bellator uh, fights uh, this uh, weekend. And, you know, Michael Page, Michael Venom Page, is, you know, big hype, 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 hype. And I see he's actually a mm. big dog uh, here against Lima. But uh, we got BJ Penn, Clay Guida. Man, Clay Guida is a minus 700 favorite cam in this fight. But <laughs> yeah, BJ Penn. Right. I see. I see minus 550, but I was still like, whoa, man. Clay Guida minus 550. He hasn't won. He hasn't won since 2010. That's crazy. That's crazy. What about about Little Nog versus this Ryan Spann dude here? Little Nog has a way of winning these fights at home, Kyle. Right, right. You know, and th- this is a tough one. This is another one that I, I have not placed a bet on. I, I, I'm, I've been looking at it because that is exactly what it is. Nog is another one of those guys that can squeak out a victory, get on top of you, ground and pound you, kind of, you know, he's obviously a legend at this point. You know, he's 42 years old. But Span with, ha- with being 6'5", his length, I like some of the guys that he's beaten on a five-fight win streak. His last loss was against even Carl Robertson, who's a, who's a great kickboxer. So it's a t- Tough spot here, but the odds I do like on Nergaro with a plus 126. I think the value is a little bit more there. I did stay away from this, but if I had to lean, I would go Nagara in, in a very ugly fight to get the victory. All right, so before we get you out of here, do you uh, do you bet on Bellator too, or do you just focus in on the UFC? Uh, for me, I, only the high-level ones sometimes I do because for me, I have been I have seen so many shady awkward finishes in Bellator that I just can't do it anymore. And then I, I need to see more elite higher level because I'm not saying things yeah. are fixed, but things have looked very weird in certain spots. So I will watch, but I don't bet it. Is it Jack funny. Swagger? Jack Swagger yeah. fighting Jake Hager. Oh my God. It looks like DJ the guy he's Jones. fighting. They picked him up off yeah, the street. Butcher. I mean, that guy, yeah, no, yeah. He's literally like, I think like he works the night shift at like a butcher shop. Or something <laughs> they were talking about. Hey, he's plus 500. <laughs> I just retweeted the, 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 the stare down. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's like one of those deals. All right, it's so like who, who, in, who in the crowd wants to fight Jack Swagger? You know what I mean? And the guy, guy yeah, and, and that guy had a couple, that guy had a couple fireball shots, and he's like, all right, yeah. I guess I'll do it. Like, he looks like a guy I mean, that works at a gas station that's going to come out yeah. and you're like, you know, he's like, you know, what you need? Fill her up, buddy. You know what I mean? Like, DJ like, honestly. Like, yeah, what are you doing tomorrow night? night? You want to come with us? Yeah, DJ Jones. <laughs> Uh, I'm with you too. Like the high level Bellator, I'll take seriously. But, and I used to bet every week on this stuff, and we'd all know it and be like, oh, dear God, like, what are we doing? It's like betting on WWE or something like that. It's just the real shit show. But, and here we go. They just can't get away from this stuff. Jack's, Jack uh, Hager versus DJ uh, Jones. Um, okay, right. so you can find, uh, where can people find you on uh, online and stuff? Best way to uh, find you, uh, Kyle? Sure, sure. So we, uh, you can find me uh, on YouTube at uh, Kyle Anthony's UFC Betting Show. Uh, also on Twitter at uh, Mr. UFC Vegas. And uh, you can also find me on Wager Talk, Kyle Anthony, and uh, get involved. Kyle, great stuff, buddy. Thanks a lot for joining us. Have a good one, man. All right, I appreciate it, guys. Good luck this weekend. Fun times uh, with Kyle Anthony. Good stuff there. Jack Swagger, minus 800, Gabe. No thanks. No, you're getting, it's a lock, you're getting a good Is number. he a lock? You're getting a good yeah. number. That's on Mr. Green. Wow, I might bet him then. <laughs> Parlays. 
Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Make the rain with Joe Ranieri and Dave Martinez weekday morning from 6 to 9. And catch Morenci and Ranieri 9 to 12 on the morning after right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We'll get you caught up on the previous night's action and prep for the sports wagering day ahead. You can also watch the broadcast on YouTube and participate in the chat room or watch it on Periscope, Twitch TV, or countless other popular platforms. Become part of the show. Tune in for the entertainment, the knowledge, and the extra money they'll put in your pockets. Let's make it rain with Ranieri and Martinez weekday morning 6 to 9. And then we got Morenci and Ranieri, 9 to 12, on the morning after. All right, uh, Cam. So let's get down to business uh, here in our final segment uh, of the week. You can catch uh, Cam and Kurtz uh, tomorrow morning right here on the Fantasy Sports uh, Radio Network. So uh, Steph Curry expected to uh, shoulder the load uh, here with Kevin Durant out now. His prop is uh, 30 and a half. Very ambitious. I get it. He's going to get more shots. But just to get more shots doesn't mean they're going to go in. That's a lot um, of points. Yeah, like I lost the 25-and-a-half prop, uh, point prop the other night, and Durant wasn't in the game uh, late. Curry went from 11 points to 25. I get it. Yeah, I don't like betting against Curry. I respect him, but it's a lot of points, man, 30-and-a-half. Sure uh, is. Draymond, Draymond is 12-and-a-half, minus 140. Sort of manageable, but a little high. Put it this way, he scored eight points in the last game. Um, Andre Iguodala is probably the guy here. He's the one that's going to have to shoot for. I'm going to go over 11 and a half with Iguodala. Gabe, I got a great one for you. And uh, on Mr. Green, it's interesting because you can find over-under props. It's points, rebounds, and assists. Eric Gordon, 22 and a half. And his points alone on Mr. Green is 18 and a half. Eric Gordon, yeah, a- over 22 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Yes. At home, yes. There's a I reason, like Cam. He, he doesn't really do a lot besides shoot threes. Yeah, but still, four. All you have to do is get you get you get four, right? You, you can have a couple assists and a rebounds. A couple. We can get over that number, w- Gabe. Willie. <laughs> Willie. <laughs> Willie can. Will he? Um, Will he? Anyway, twenty-two and a half seems. He always does well at home too. Okay. When you look at the home road splits. I, I like. You're it. right. You're right. Look, he, he scored 30 points, right, at home. Um, and he scored 20. He scored 30 and 20 in the two home games. Yeah. Uh, but, look, in the last game, he had 19 points, two rebounds, and one assist, 22. Okay, so three. Okay, give me another one. Yeah, go give me the other assist and rebound numbers. Game before that, he had 20 points, four rebounds, and an assist. Thank 25. you. 25. five. Yep, yep. The yep, one yep. before that, he had 30 points, two rebounds, two assists. Perfect. That's all I need. No, to I know. like it. Because you know, I Sold. like your I like your I like your pick. I like your pick. Because you know what? I was gonna bet Gordon over 18 and a half tonight. I think you're right. It's, I like both. it's something if you're gonna bet these props, the numbers are sharp, guys, but it is true. Oftentimes, well, he got this last game and he did that. It's yeah. a difference whether you're at home or not. Like, I don't know. Like people like act surprised and stuff. Oh, Damian Lillard and McCollum struggled. Yeah, they were in Denver in the altitude. <laughs> like and they had Denver up their ass all night double teaming them. Oh, I can't. Lillard stepped up last night. Yeah, because he was Simmons in the road last garden. Night. 
He stepped up yeah, at home. Dude, he was at, at home. home. He, doesn't do, mean? he doesn't do that shit on the road against the Raptors. He He's done nothing. Tomorrow in Toronto. No. They, they're not hitting those yeah. shots and stuff. It's different. Players are better at home for the most part. Super, some of the superstars are invincible. It doesn't matter. But, like, yeah, you look, you look at the splits. Um, you know, you, you look at the splits uh, here in the series. He scored 27 in game one, though. He's been good, Gordon. And I've taken his prop pretty much over in every game, 18 and a half. So it's up to you, Cam, if you want to go with the 22 yeah. and a half. I like it. I don't I'll have do a problem both. with it. I'm going to do both. Over 18 and a half, over 22 and a half. That's, I'm not betting a lot tonight. Literally small plays on some baseball games. And I was just going to ask you about Harden at 35 and a half, 20 cents uh, either way. Uh, I think Harden, do you think I'll Harden get will to, get like 40 uh, tonight? Okay, sorry. We'll go uh, in order then. Yeah, I'll get, yeah. I'll get to Harden. Uh, Andre okay. Iguodala. As, uh, as I was saying before, Andrew Iguodala, he's the one here to look at. It's 11 and a half here tonight. If you look in this series, he scored 14, 16, 16, 7, and 11. All right? Now, it was 10 and a half the other night. They bumped it up by one point because uh, they know. The thing is, he's on the court all the time, guys. Like, you know, Kevin Looney's going to get more playing time because Durant is out, but Kevin Looney ain't saving the Warriors' ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, Kevin Looney's like, they're basically like, bro, just stay out of the way type thing and, you know, try to do something for us. Now, Looney's made a couple of plays late. Iguodala's always been one of their big game guys. And they don't have a lot of shooters, guys. So what what are the Houston Rockets going to do tonight? They're going to terrorize Steph Curry. They know. It's going to be like, all right, Steph's going to want to bomb threes. Don't let him do it. Don't let him do it. Make him pass. Okay, if Clay Thompson shoots and beats us, his prop's 25 and a half. They're going to, you know, Houston are actually good defensively. People don't think of them as good defensively, but they actually are in the playoffs. And they're long bodies and long arms and stuff. So they're going to terrorize Curry. They're going to force Curry to give it up to Thompson. They're going to have a, they know, everyone knows this. I know that they know. All right. So now Houston's going to have, boom, a plan there. Houston can't cover everybody, though. So they only have to cover two guys here suddenly. No, who's else going to beat him? Draymond ain't going to beat him, right? Nope. So they're going to leave Iguodala open in the corner all day long, bro. I'm telling you. And Iguodala is going to score more than 11 and a half points. He's just going to get shots like he will. Um, he only usually takes, look at every game, he takes the same amount of shots. Um, he took seven shots, nine shots, nine shots, nine shots, and nine shots, and nine shots. He takes nine shots a game. Um, now, Kevin Durant is out. you got to believe he's going to take about 12 shots. We're not asking for a lot. Um, he gets to the free throw line. He takes threes. I like the I like the 11 and a half here. I like to buy low cam with this stuff. That That's the one that I like. Klay Thompson's 24 and a half. Yeah. Probably goes there, but he's so hot and cold, this guy. Yeah, another thing, and, too. And I think Golden State could get blown out tonight, too, and they might sit yep. Curry and, Dur- Curry and Thompson in the fourth. That's an excellent point to think about. If they are getting blown out, they're going to have to sit their their shooters. I find it interesting, Gabe, when you're looking at Thompson, too. Take a look at the juice. It's 24.5 minus 40, 24.5 under even. So heavily yep. juiced to the over there. Just something to think about. I agree with and you. you know why, Cam? Earlier this morning, he was 25.5 in the same book. I'm looking at the same book. Yep. He was 25.5. Now it's 24.5 minus 140. You know what that means? They've only been taking under money on him all day. Exactly. They've, you know, they had to move at a point, and, you know, they didn't have a choice. They've obviously realized, man, it was a tad high here. Dude, his props were 20 and a half usually. Both him both him and Curry have gone up five points. Uh, 
Did I just hear Yang or am I hearing? Yeah, I heard Yang. Uh, Bob from Vermont. Bob from Boston. Not from Vermont. Bob from Boston. Okay. Uh, I like your I like your Godala pick, Gabe. I'm going to ride out that prop, and I'm going to do Gordon so far. That's a tough one Clay, with Clay Thompson. 24 and a half. It should go over, though. With a gun to my head, it goes over. That's a good num- big number, though. Big number. Clint Capella. Uh, well, all right, we'll get Bob on a second here. But Clint Capella, um, they're just not getting him involved. Yeah, I agree. Like, I don't like not. that at all. Yep. Not, it's bizarre. They're not using him. They shoot too much. They're just not using him. They have an advantage 12, with him too. But twelve points is ambitious. I for can't him. do it. Like I think he'll be, he'll know what know what he'll get, Gabe, between ten and thirteen and, points, right? Exactly yeah, where the spread is. 11. Yep. He'll get a couple of cool dunks. He's a good yep. rebounder. Uh, he had agree. fourteen. You know, he he'll smash the glass tonight. Actually, the you know, for those of you who mix it up a little bit, rebound prop. I wouldn't have a problem with his rebound. Eric Gordon, hammer it. Eighteen and a half. Love it. He's I'm in, on it. He's, he, after Carden, he's their scorer, bro. Like, and he shoots. He scores thirty. He's averaging twenty-four points a night in this series. In the playoffs, Sold he's it. averaging twenty-four points a game. It's like it's a low number, eighteen and a half. They, they haven't changed it either. It's bizarre. Um, James Harden, thirty-five and a half. Not a lot of value. He gets to thirty, thirty-two, even when he's not playing well. He's gonna oh. take it to the rack a million freaking times tonight, but. I'm not betting a prop at 35 and a half. I'm just not doing it. Um, Chris Paul, 16 and a half. I don't have an interest in it. He's more of a distributor and all around guy. PJ Tucker, Cam, 10 and a half. PJ's been playing well in this series. He, he has. PJ Tucker's 10 and a half. I got another one for you, Gabe. Clay Thompson, if you don't want to do points, uh, I found another one over under three and a half three pointers made. Over. If he hits four threes, you win. I don't want to sweat that out. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just throwing it on the table. Yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, just throwing uh, it out there. <laughs> P.J. Tucker, last game, 13 points. Game before that, 17 points. Yeah, he's playing good. good. Game, Way game over before that, seven points. Game before that, 13. So let me see in the games that Houston won. Um, so seven Let's see, the seven, uh, seven and 17 and then 13. Gone over he's in every pretty, game but one. Yeah, the thing is with him, too, is he's on the court all the time, man. True. Look at his minutes. 45 minutes, 42 minutes, 34 minutes, 41 minutes, 39 minutes. The guy, he plays all the time. It's a low number. I mean, he can fall ass backwards into this number. Look at the three-point shots he takes, Cam. Last game, five three-point attempts. Game before, six three-point attempts. Uh, None in the game before that, weirdly enough. Um, The game before that, three for five. So he's going to get his looks. He's going to get the shots. I like the low number here. I I like the low number. I'm in. Um, And you notice they're getting stingy. They don't even have as many props up tonight as they normally do. I know. Stingy. Yeah, they're getting stingy. like where's the loony props? Where's like yeah, where's the other guy? The you know? They're picking their spots. They're not giving where's you a full Shepard's menu. prop. Like where's the yeah. full, where's where, it should be every guy that's playing in the game. When I uh, when I want a gyros, I want a gyros. They're not offering it to me. It's pissing me off. Yeah. Like a gyro where's with no menu? sauce. Dude, yeah. I ordered Chinese food last night, Cam. These son of a bitches. Whatever, I can live with it. No fork. Okay, fine. Yeah. No fork. No soy sauce. No plum sauce. Oh, my God. That's horrible. No fortune cookie. 
I got to tell you something, Gabe. Dude, you come to hey, King Asian. You know, Asian. you need an egg roll. You need an egg roll and a dry, bro. I was dipping it I know, in like yep, a sort yep, of general yep, towel. Yep. But, like, you know, yeah, yeah. you want that sauce. You want the soy sauce for the rice. I'll tell you something, Gabe. That King Asian in my ghetto mall, they give you about 10 packs of plum sauce, 10 soyas, extra stuff, two or four fortune cookies. They never screw me around. You're getting screwed. I don't like that. Tony uh, sauce. Don't right. cheap out on the sauce. So those are the props. I'm leaning Curry under 30 and a half, but, you know, it doesn't jump. Yeah. But, you know, I'm looking at Andre Ugudala over 11 and a half. Eric Gordon over 18 and a half. Correct. P.J. Tucker over 10 and a half. I'm narrowing it down tonight. I can't play 18 picks. Um, those are the three props I'm going to go with. Igudala over 11 and a half. Gordon over 18 and a half. P.J. Tucker over 10 and a half. The game, I'm going to go Houston Rockets minus two and a half first quarter. Houston Rockets minus four and a half first half. Interesting. Yeah, played in the first half. Yeah. And I'd lay the points. I'm at Houston. Lay the points. I don't like laying I points. Like Houston, I think too. I think they're going to win by 10 or 12 or 14 or something. You know what I mean? I agree. I agree. I think they they'll burn. pull away and Golden State will tap out and say, well, we're going back home for game seven. <laughs> it's true. I think it should happen. Um, so, yeah, those are the three props I'm going to play, guys. You go down over 11 and a half. PJ Tucker over 10 and a half. Eric Gordon over 18 and a half. Houston Rockets minus two and a half first uh, quarter. Houston Rockets minus four and a half first half. What are you going to do tonight? Well, Gabe, uh, we'll start things off with baseball. I'm going to take uh, Bob from Boston. I like the over where oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get Bob Seattle. in for a second. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, sorry, Kate. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Still have five minutes here. Bob, Bobby Boston. Hey, guys. How you doing, Kevin? Uh, how you doing, Kevin? Gabe, too. Oh, hey, Bob. Hey, How's Bob? everybody doing today? Smoking a kush today. Smoking a kush. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so a little bit today. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> well, it's so depressing. I mean, a lot of rain up here. It's yeah, cold. Man, it's so cold, here. man. Like, it's freezing out there. It's yeah, crazy. it's cold rain. Yeah. How you doing, Bob? So, the uh, Bruins won yesterday. That was good. Yeah, yeah, yes, we know did. Bob. Yeah. I think the Rockets will win today. Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Or Sunday. What yeah, happened? How did the Celtics yeah. do? How the Boston Celtics do? No, they're out. That was horrible. That was sad. I yeah, I wanted them to win. And so that Liberty Fine and the uh, chap had to shut his mouth too. I told him to shut his big pie hole. Who should shut his mouth? Talk about me, my past experiences. Remember, Gabe? Go. Who's calling Come you on, out? Huh? No, he he. Put who? that word in. I don't do that anymore. You know that word. I don't know who you're talking about, Bob. Oh, Bob. Oh, Liberty Find it in the chat. Oh, okay. He All right. put that word that I used to do. I don't do that All right. anymore. Don't, don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about other people, Bob. Never want you just get along. What are your picks? Yeah, I like you guys. You guys are awesome every day. I appreciate that. <laughs> you guys are the best. Bob. I appreciate that. I have my own uh, YouTube horses. channel, too. I got game on my fire right now. All right, Bucks what's your what's Bucks your next? Get us a from oh, yeah. What? All right, next. what's your website? So I'm on uh, YouTube and it's called Talking Sports with Bob from Vermont. All right, Talking Sports with Bob from Vermont. With Bob from Vermont. I like it. Yeah, got look at that. Yep, and I even they have the one with Corey in it too. There, I'm on, that's on my channel. 
<laughs> good stuff. Good Me stuff. Me and him yeah. go after it. Yeah, a couple hey, you of them. You should on your show. You should be your guest. Yes. Oh, yeah. You think he'd come on my show? I don't think so. <laughs> you know? Right. For old times. Oh, I, liked, I didn't do very good in the horse racing last week either. I just hit an exactor at Santa Anita. Woo! No way. Yeah, I know, I right? Just, I just and then the, the horse, horse from the from Parks got hurt last week too. Oh yeah, from Parks in Philly. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we'll get on. We'll get. We got to get going here, Bob. But we'll get on the horses next. Oh yeah, week, you have guys week. have a great weekend. I call you next week. All right, better winners it, be yours, Bob. Join that uh, Vermont Cush. Uh, Who did he like? I like that. Who did he like? I like that. Did you make a pick? Uh, uh, I liked it when I asked him, is he smoking Kush? He's like, yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, Yeah, he's like, a little bit. Yeah, sure. I'm going to be Boston Bob tonight. I'm going with Boston Red Sox over 10. Boston minus one in baseball. Also, a Boston and Colorado parlay to plus 135. Small plays, Tampa Bay minus a buck 60. Arizona minus a buck 40. Two dogs. Baltimore, my super pooch. Plus 170, White Sox plus 115. Gabe, Eric Gordon over 18 and a half. Eric Gordon over 22 and a half points, rebounds, assists. And I'm going to ride your wave with Andre Iguodala. May the winners be ours. All right, give me the Houston Rockets minus two and a half in the first quarter. Give me the Houston Rockets minus four and a half uh, in the game. I don't have a problem with parlaying the Houston Rockets on the money line with the Toronto Raptors and the Denver Nuggets at plus 161. Uh, props, give me Iguodala over. 11 and a half. DJ Tucker over 10 and a half. Smash Eric Gordon. That's bad. Over 18 and a half. Other than that, you're on your own. Great job by Yang and Royce later.